0: You're listening to Rabbi Arya Wubi, Director of Torch, the Torah Outreach Resource Center of Houston. This is the Jewish Inspiration Podcast. Right, welcome back, everybody, to the Jewish Inspiration Podcast. I wanted to take a minute or two to talk about what's been in the news since October 7th, the terrible, terrible tragedies that befell the Jewish people in our Holy Land of Israel. And many people are becoming inspired. Many people are trying to do things in the merit of our brothers and sisters in Israel and the Holy Land. And I want to do, we've been on a series talking about Jewish pride and things that are important for us to understand in our own Judaism so that we can know what we're proud about. So this is another installment of the Jewish Pride series that we've been talking about. We talked about five areas of Jewish pride already. And today I want to touch on a sixth. And I want to share with you before, right when we begin, I want to share with you an amazing story. There's a picture that I can show you after class of the story. But in one of the kibbutzim that was a terribly, terribly attacked, killed many of its members in the kibbutz. So we know that there were soldiers that went after to clean up and to organize and to uh, even camp out there uh, on their way into Gaza. And many of the families left. They were out in different hotels. They were placed in different areas around Israel so that they can, you know, get themselves together and they can, you know, be in a safe er, place, during the time of war. So one of the families returned back to their home two days ago for the first time. Let's imagine almost almost 55 days since the attack, and they just now are coming back to their own homes. And the family found a, a dollar, like a dollar bill, but it was a shekel bill, I think it was about, 50 shekel, I have to look at the picture more carefully, held down with a rock and a note next to it. And the note said, we needed a bottle of wine for Kiddush. And we took one of your bottles of wine to recite the Kiddush Friday night. Please accept this 50 shekel to help pay for that kiddish. Thank you so much. And it says the unit, the IDF unit number that helped themselves, I guess, to their wine. And it's a beautiful story. It's a beautiful story. Wow. What a special people. We have to understand that what we're made of is something very different. In the last of the Jewish prides that we talked about, we talked about that we are the chosen nation. The chosen nation means that we're not like the rest of the world. We're not like the rest of the world. That means that we are held to a different standard. That means that God expects from us more. And that means that we'll be held accountable if we don't live up to the expectations of the Almighty. So what do we do? We're sitting here 8,000 miles away from the land of Israel, in Texas. And what can I do? What can I do for our brothers and sisters in Israel? I want to share with you another amazing story. There's an unbelievable mitzvah that we've talked about here in our class in the past, the mitzvah of challah. What is challah? You know, we call it challah bread, but that's not true. There's no bread in the world that's called challah. So why do we call it challah? We call it challah because there's a mitzvah that the Torah commands us that when we need the dough for our bread, we should separate challah, which is the part that you take away is the challah, and that should be designated for the Kohen in the temple. Today we don't have a Kohen in the temple. We don't have the service in the temple. Hopefully it will be returned speedily in our days. Amen. But what do we do today instead of it? We still separate the challah, but we burn that challah because that's designated for holy and we don't want it to be used for anything you know, that's unholy. And today we don't have the whole... Con- so the halacha says to burn it or to throw it out, to dispose of it. So whenever you need a five-pound bag of flour, which is the proper amount that would require taking challah, if it's more than that, then certainly... And by the way, every time you buy kosher bread, they had a rabbi go to that bakery and take challah from the dough that they were needing to do it properly so that we fulfill that mitzvah. It's a very powerful mitzvah. There's many Kabbalistic reasons to why we have this mitzvah. Why it's a mitzvah that's more obligated on the women to do. It's a, there's a whole discussion about it because Eve fed Adam in the Garden of Eden, she fed him from the tree of knowledge. What was the tree of knowledge? The tree of knowledge was actually bread. We know it as an apple tree, but thats for children's stories. But really, it was bread that was would be growing from a tree. You didn't have to knead the dough. What's the curse that was given to to Adam? <speaking in Hebrew> From the sweat of your brow shall you eat bread. What 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 does one have to do with the other? From the sweat of the brow you should support your family. What does that have to do with eating bread? Because now you're not going to have bread ready made. You're going to have to do the whole process yourself. So because she fed Adam bread inappropriately, therefore the mitzvah of challah is specifically obligated on the women more than the men. If Obviously, if the man is the one who's doing the kneading, then he needs to do the mitzvah. But it's a special mitzvah for the woman to fulfill this mitzvah. So I want to tell you an amazing story, and I can show you the video after class. It's an unbelievable video, documented. A woman got together with 40 of her friends. And she was going to do a challah bake, because her husband is held hostage in Gaza, and she wants, in the merit of this challabek, she would like that it should be open the heavens. It should open the heavens, and Hashem should shower mercy upon her. And you see the video where she's with all of the focus and intention, with all the kavanah, she's reciting the blessing la'hafrish challah min to take the challah from the dough. And while she's reciting the blessing, her phone rings. But she's busy reciting the blessing, so she doesn't pick up the phone. Someone else takes the phone from her pocket and picks up the phone. And she continues to recite the blessing. And she continues to say all of the different, you say the blessing, but there's different prayers that are added to it because it's such a powerful holy time. And in middle of this entire experience, she gets that phone call notifying her that her husband is being released. Unbelievable. In the middle of the... I, I was thinking to myself, you know, could she have gotten that phone call five minutes earlier? Probably. Could she have gotten the phone call 20 minutes later? Probably. No. It's all on video. You see it on video. It's, it's, it's Hashem giving us a little glimpse, a little smile, a big smile, saying, hello, I'm here. Okay, so let's get back to the original question. What can we do? My dear friends, I'm not saying this to you, I'm saying this to me. And I, f- I firmly believe that we need, today we're living in a world of unbelievable comfort. We have unbelievable luxury. We have unbelievable resources And I think we're too comfortable. I think the thing that we can do first and foremost for our brothers and sisters in Israel is to get uncomfortable. What do I mean by getting uncomfortable? That doesn't mean sleeping without a pillow. It doesn't mean walking without shoes. It means doing something that I'm not accustomed to doing. And every person can find something whether that's putting on tefillin whether that's wearing tzitzit, whether that's wearing a kippah, whether that's keeping kosher, whether that's lighting Shabbos candles, whether that's keeping part of Shabbos or all of Shabbos, whether that's reciting Kiddush, whether that's reciting Havdalah, whether, any mitzvah. We have 613 of them. Whether that's refraining from eating something that's not kosher. We all have our habits. We all have our things. That perhaps, oh, perhaps, maybe we can just break one of those habits. For who? For our brothers and sisters who are fighting. They need merits. We are their spiritual bullets. Every mitzvah that we can do in their honor is protecting them. You may have seen the picture of one of the soldiers had a tehillim, a psalms in his pocket, and he got hit with a bullet. And the Tehillim, you can see the bullet go through the Tehillim and it's lodged in there. Didn't go into his body. The mitzvahs that we, that we do are literally armor, Kevlar vests that we are creating, spiritual Kevlar vests that we are creating for our brothers and sisters who are fighting for our homeland. I believe firmly that this is a Melchemist mitzvah. This is a war of mitzvah. This is not a war of we're just conquering land for the sake of, you know, destroying the enemy. This is to protect our brothers and sisters. This is a mitzvah and we need as many mitzvahs as possible. So I urge you, everyone listening to my conversation with myself, please join me. Take a single mitzvah, any mitzvah. Please, I urge you, take a mitzvah that you're not accustomed to. Whatever, you don't have to announce it. You don't have to announce it. If you want to, we can start putting together a list of the different mitzvahs. Here you go. You brought tefillin. That's an amazing thing. To take a mitzvah and to do that mitzvah, pull out your tefillin. I'm willing to do, if you want, I'm willing to do a whole workshop here on tefillin. We can all bring our tefillin in. We all have a pair of tefillin. If you don't, I'll bring a pair for you. And let's do it together. Let's do something for our soldiers. Let's do it for the people who live in that area. This is something that we can do that's tangible, that can actually change things on the other side of the world. My dear friends, Hashem should bless us all. Hashem should protect us all. And Hashem should give us the ability, the power to overcome our natural state of comfort. And we shall be able to break those habits to hopefully give the spiritual forces everything that they need, the nutrition that they need, spiritually, to overcome this evil. Amen. You've been listening to the Jewish Inspiration Podcast, a Torch production. Become a supporter at torchweb.org because your assistance enables more Torah learning around the globe. To find more lessons offered by Torch, please visit GeorgePodcast.com